Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champ, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. Welcome, guys, to the Book Down Experience podcast. I'm Brian Jackson with Chris Hughesby. We have a special guest here on the podcast today. He is a former Lou Groza recipient, 2017 at Utah. He uh, was a college soccer player, transferred over to a kicker in the college level, and also attended the NFL Combine recently. Welcome, Matt Gay, to the show. Thanks. Pleasure to be here. How you doing, Matt? Welcome to the 4th Down Experience. How's, uh, how's everything Thank going you. for you right now? Things are good, yeah. Things have uh, kind of calmed down a little bit in the last uh, week or so, just in preparation for... Um, combines everything like that so things are things are good right now nice so obviously matt we're in we're in mid-march so we're getting close uh, to the nfl draft and you know you you attended the combine so i mean have you had any opportunities of, of any workouts um since the combine uh, i've been in contact with a few coaches um some of them said they've seen what they needed to see at the combine um a few are coming to my uh, pro day, which is actually this week, later on Thursday. And then uh, I've got one workout after my pro day, so next week. Awesome. So from, you know, what what we've seen, obviously being around the, the industry for so long, but, you know, as we, as we learn more, too, with these interviews, you know, they always say that this year, after your senior year, until you finally land on a team is like the most strenuous year because you're always kicking. You just don't know when you're going to get picked up. You know, what have you done so far in your preparations for, you know, this pro day, um, combines and all that type of stuff? Yeah, mainly, uh, it's going to stay busy because the last three months has felt extremely long. It's just been like, wait for the next thing. And it's, it's gone by pretty slow, but in preparation, I've been out to, from Utah, I've been out to San Diego a few times, and I've been working with uh, John Carney. Um, he's based in San Diego, and been kicking with him and get the tips from him on more than just kicking, just kind of how NFL lifestyle is, uh, certain tips and pointers on on games and how the NFL really works, and um, he's giving me some good advice, and, and just kicking with him, being able to, to be in Utah and, and kick at their facilities, they've been super good to let me use their facility still to kick there. Um, I'm just really working on, on my perfecting my craft. Uh, I've been a big focus point trying to improve my kickoffs. Um, that is something I really wanted to, to work on before I uh, make my way into the NFL. And so just been staying busy, kicking a lot, going out to San Diego to, to work with John Carney and just making sure I'm, I'm getting better each day. Nice. We, we happen to be there this week. In San Diego? Yeah. Or this weekend? Oh, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not going okay. out there. Uh, I got my pro day on Thursday. Nice. And I'll work out after, so I'll be, I'll be here in Utah. But cool. You guys well, going out there? Chris and I are going to, to work with them for, for five days. We're bringing eight 
specialists uh, that are college and free agent level out there to work with him and, and also to meet him. And so we're excited to, to work with work with the squad out there. That's awesome. John, John's awesome. He did a really good job of, of working with guys and and not being too heavy on coaching, just kind of keeping your natural style and letting you kick how you kick, but just giving you pointers here and there. I really like John's coaching, so that's awesome. Well, time. well, when you play 23 years in the NFL, that, that definitely helps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, definitely. So, so how was it um, at the Combine, Matt? Talk about the experience and maybe, like, you know, if I was, if I was a junior in college and, you know, I had aspirations to play the NFL, maybe it'd be kind of cool to hear what the workout entailed and things of that sort. Yeah, the combine's a really cool experience. Um, you kind of don't know what you're getting yourself into before you go. Um, it's it's a long week, long days, a lot of hospital visits and, and meetings with team physicians and just going over physicals and things like that that they really take a look at your body. and I mean, they're making a huge investment in, in your body and who you are being able to perform. So they definitely take a look into that. So that's a few days worth. and meetings and if I was giving advice to a junior in college I'd say you know who are you the person because in the NFL level they they're investing a lot of money in, into you and they want to make sure you're a good guy you are responsible you're not going to cause them trouble you're dependable um, and also they can rely on you to to be a leader and to be someone that they can invest that much money into and someone they want to represent their their club. And so I just really focus on who you are as a person and, and what you do outside of football because that's going to be a big selling point on these college coaches, I mean these NFL coaches that are investing um, their money into you. Um, and going into the workout – the workout they, they put you through there is it's a heavy kicking. So you get in there and they do the punt first and then, and then they go to kickoffs. Um, so my workout was kickoffs. You had 11 kickoffs um, straight down the middle and then they'll, they'll do left and right directional. And then you get a little bit of time to warm up for field goals. And they'll put you through a charting session of I think it was 15 kicks. And they just kind of go back five yards on the hashes, just moving back two kicks, and then obviously three kicks at the the new extra point yardage, which is 33 yards, um, alternating between between the two. So, I mean, every single special teams coach is there watching you. You got a few special teams coaches on the field with you who are running the workout and, and giving you tips and pointers as you go, but... Um, it's a really cool experience to to be at, to meet people, to, I mean, see the big names in football and just kind of be around them uh, and be able to, to talk to them and, and get to know a lot of these guys. But it's, it's a, an experience unlike any other to, to be at the golf line, to go through that week is, is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you always hear that the position players get asked some fun questions. Uh, did you have any opportunities to get some funny questions kind of sent your way? I think the funniest one was uh, I got asked. It just kind of caught me off guard. I got asked what I eat for breakfast on game days. And he was actually pretty interested in 
the answer, like what I actually ate for breakfast on game days, and if it stays the same or if it's some different each week, and um, kind of caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting that question, but nice. Do you, um, as some of these teams are talking to you a little bit more, do you think much about what their current kicker status is? Like if they have a longtime veteran, and maybe you get brought in as a as a camp leg, or if there's a legit chance to win a spot, do you kind of think about that stuff, or are you just going to take whatever opportunity comes your way, or just hoping for what you get? Uh, of course, yeah, you got to think of every situation you're going to be in. Um, you take a look at the roster, and obviously the hopes are to get drafted and be taken to whatever team drafts you, but as, as most kickers know, it's chances are a lot higher to you be an undrafted free agent, and being able to look at what kickers are on the roster and kind of where you have the best opportunity to win a job. I mean, you look at someone, a veteran who's been there for a really long time and has been, has been killing it, and you kind of get brought in as a camp leg versus maybe a guy who didn't have as good of a year and you've got an opportunity to, to kind of go in and beat him out and, and win the job there is definitely something you got to look at because, again, that's the main goal. I mean, you want to you wanna win the job, you want to get a job and keep a job, and being able to get in the camp and compete and have the best opportunity to do that is something you got to look at and outweigh your options because when that time comes, when you got, say you're an undrafted free agent and you've got a few different teams looking at you, they're not going to want you to take a week to make a decision. you got to decide quick because so you got to know these things beforehand. So okay. that's what something you look at. So, Matt, you um, obviously you won the, the Luke Rosa 2017's pretty prestigious reward award, and Thank you. Um, I was a semifinalist at Ball State in 27, uh, 2007. Um, so, luckily, I get to just like John, I get to to, to vote my little vote. Uh, you know, I, I think I yeah. may have voted you. I'm pretty sure. I remember your name, and I remember watching you kick. Um, but you know, that's an awesome achievement, and. and Coming from the soccer side, which the majority of us do, Kristen, yeah. um, but majority of us come from the soccer side. Uh, what did you have to do in order to, to win that that award? You know, making all those field goals, kicking off properly, making extra points. You know, for young kickers out there, what did you need to do that season in order to, to achieve that? Kicking is uh, such an interesting thing. I mean, it's from going from soccer to coming into kicking. I mean, soccer is very fluid and. Every single kick or shot you take is different, and the ball is moving. And place kicking is, is exact. It should be the exact same every single time. And so mainly the, trans, the transition, I just had to get reps. Like I had to I kick a lot and get comfortable with my style and what worked for me. And then when you get into the season and you, know, you start kicking in games and stuff, kicking is... There's a lot of great kickers, and I think what separates the good ones from the great ones is mentally. Uh, it's a tough position to be mentally. A lot of pressure relies on you, and to be able to build off momentum. I mean, I, I started off that season on, a, on kind of a hot streak and be able to, to be confident with how you're kicking and continue that. And then, obviously, when you miss one, being able to handle that and bounce back and make the next one rather than go on and get in your head and miss the next five or six. Uh, being able to bounce back off, off a miss or a block and get back into your routine is, is the main thing that I would say is 
going to help you be successful. Just a lot of guys, it's in their head, and they'll miss one, and they, they miss the next one. And I think the, the best thing is to be able to find out what you did wrong and the one you missed and correct it and then forget about it and go on and make the next one. And I think that's what helped me win that, win that award that year was being confident in myself and continuing on those hot streaks and mentally being able to bounce back after uh, a setback. Very cool. All right. So what I, you know, if, if some of our, our listeners aren't familiar with their background, I think what's very intriguing is the fact that you played Division One soccer and then transitioned to Division One football. Can you, uh, can you share your story on how that happened? I mean, did you actually kick footballs in high school as well and then chose soccer and then switch over to football? Like, how, explain that process because that's very interesting. And then also, do you, do, you get, do you technically have two more years eligibility of football if you wanted to, or is it just four Division One seasons that, that, that you got any sport? Yeah, I, I believe it. I think you get four years eligibility um, total. And I think there's some weird rule that, like, if I came back and played, like, baseball or something, I would get, like, one year. And then if I came back and played, like, basketball or something, I'd get one year. I think there's some weird rule that you get, like, one year of eligibility in each sport or something. I don't know, but total of four. So my eligibility is done. But, yeah, in high school, soccer was my main sport. That's what I grew up playing. That's what I played as a young kid. That's that's what I love to play. Um, my senior year in high school, uh, I got a new football coach, and <clears throat> he was like, hey, if you want to show up to game day and, and kick it, we'd love to have you. And so in high school, I would just show up on game days and kick, and I kicked for one season in high school and uh, got an injury later on in the season, so I stopped playing, actually. And then... Played, yeah, collegiate soccer for two years, and then soccer wasn't going as, as I would have hoped when I returned from my uh, mission, my church mission. And I had a buddy who was like, hey, I know someone at Utah if you, you want to get kicking a go. And the thought kind of stirred with me for a while, and end of our soccer season happened, and I just I kind of made a decision to, to step away from soccer and pursue kicking. And I started working on my own and going to kick my high school field, and got in contact with people at Utah and they invited me to the specialist camp that they have every summer and a few other schools kind of found that I was trying to kick and I had a tryout at a few other schools. Um, eventually ended up winning the specialist camp that Utah holds and they offered me a walk-on spot from that and then I think a few days into fall camp someone got an injury and I was invited into fall camp and oh wow, started oh. competing compete for the job there and so, so you didn't necessarily have a spot on the team initially. Well, you said walk on, and then, but then it really opened up with the injury. I, I'm kind of curious because you mentioned you know you went on a mission, and and we I think we have all had friends that have gone on mission trips on college. Well, well, you took sure. that year off. Did you practice your soccer in the meantime, or did you not have time for stuff like that? Uh, no, you you don't really have time. I mean, you get a short time in the morning. Um, wait, wait, work was. To get like thirty minutes or so in the morning to, to work out and and then basically all day every day you're out serving the people and, and trying to teach teach them and so yeah no time for soccer and I was in Houston which good and bad for me has great food and uh, <laughs> ended up gaining some weight on my mission which was 
difficult when I came back to to lose. I, I struggled to get back into match fitness for soccer and struggled to lose the weight. And I think that played into when I got back in that next season, why I didn't see the field as much. I wasn't able to be as fit and be as successful in the field as I was my first year playing. So that eventually, I think, led to me being a little unhappy with how things were going soccer-wise and kind of why I stepped away to, to pursue football. Hey, Matt, what position did you play in soccer? I was a striker or center forward. Nice. So, so was, uh, yeah. Solid. Oh, well, awesome, man. So, you know, obviously being at Utah, uh, and even, even your soccer career, um, soccer, football career, you know, you played in some awesome atmospheres and awesome stadiums. Uh, just give the listeners, like, your top five stadiums that you've uh, competed in. Yeah, um, I would say most of them are probably uh, football. <laughs> College soccer isn't the biggest supported thing in America. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think my my school was actually pretty good. We got around three to four thousand, which was like I think top ten in the nation, wow. yeah, or something like that for for college soccer, which is cool. But I mean, the small small field in college football is thirty thousand, so it's just a different environment. But uh, Washington State was was one of them. I really loved playing there. It's a smaller field, but a really cool environment, kind of surrounded by buildings. Washington and Oregon are both really cool stadiums. Oregon especially, I love the design of it, and was really loud. They, they had a really cool field, and it was a really cool environment to play in. Obviously, the Rose Bowl is a prestigious field and stadium, so playing there was pretty cool to actually see yourself being in, and then... <coughs> Coliseum, obviously another prestigious field at USC was was really cool, and I think and then playing in uh, Levi Stadium, the new 49er Stadium was was really cool to be in the the NFL locker rooms and that new stadium was was something else. So those are probably some of the top ones that that are that I played in, and obviously Rice Eccles, my home stadium, place gets bumping. They're they're loud there, small stadium but loud. So so as you prepare now, NFL draft. Coming up, if it doesn't happen, you know, hopefully you get picked up after. Uh, what are some things you feel on your end you just got to fine-tune leading up to, you know, your opportunities? Yeah, uh, like I said, I think kickoffs were a big focus point for me. I, in season, I was, I could kick it out back of the end zone or put it pretty deep. Um, but I was lacking in hang time. I think I was still used to soccer and kind of driving that ball rather than, than bringing it up in the air and getting hang time. So I've been really been focusing on increasing hang time on my kickoffs. Um, been improving on that quite a bit. And then, again, just finding out, working out every single detail on my, on my approach for field goals, just making sure every kick's more and more the exact same and you can find a, find a rhythm that's consistent and make sure your timing's good and your tempo's good. And then... Just mentally preparing for, obviously you want to be confident in what's going to happen and confident that it's going to work out and you're going to get drafted, but obviously you got to be realistic and mentally prepare for if you don't get drafted, if you're an undrafted free agent, where are you going to go and how it's going to work and, and then if it doesn't work out, what, what you're going to do kind of beyond that and how you're going to handle that and how me and my wife are, are going to approach that and I mean when you're married it's not just you worrying about it as well. You got to worry about 
how things are going to be for your wife and your family, and you got to take all that into account. So I think just mentally preparing for all op- all options is going to be something that's important for for me and my wife. So, hey Matt, so I have my my four year old son's in here, Corbin. He wants to ask you one more question. <laughs> Sound good. What's up, Corbin? What kind of Oreo football team? What you're going to play for? So what what NFL football team do you want to play for? Whichever team wants to draft me or take me. Whichever team wants to there is the team that I want to play for. Good job. <laughs> Thanks, Corbin. Appreciate it. Good job to you, too, buddy. <laughs> Surprise guest. Surprise guest. My wife's uh, she's pregnant right now, so we're expecting in September. So we got a little boy on the way, too, so we're super excited about that. So awesome. having your little boy come on and... Ask me a question. That makes me happy. I'm excited for that, for that future. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on that, too. Congrats. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, perfect. Well, Matt, we appreciate your time on the 4th Down Experience podcast. Uh, excited to follow your journey between now and you know, wherever you end up. So uh, thanks again for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks for your guys' time. Pleasure being on and then talking to you guys. I hope you guys have a good, uh, good day. Yep. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. Bye-bye. Yeah. See you guys. Bye, Corbin. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> That's pretty good. Very nice guy. Matt's, uh, I think he's going to do well at the next level, for sure. Yeah. Uh, definitely a crazy story, you know, going in and playing Division One soccer and then and then two years in, at college, you know. Definitely feels like he's got the focus in and the mentality of handling pressure, you know. So um, I think it's gonna yeah, be no fun doubt. to see. You know, he's he's probably got a much higher ceiling entering this draft than most guys because he was already good enough with two years, technically three years with high school playing, you know, as a kicker. But he's probably got such a higher ceiling to get even better that that's what a lot of NFL teams and scouts could think about. Yeah, I mean, when you have Luke Rosa, award winner on your resume, that. That certainly helps, and he's backed it up, you know. And so that's awesome that he played at the com- you know, got to go to the combine and, and compete with those guys. So excited for him, and especially his wife, and you know, soon to be kid. Yeah, so it's going to be great for him. Yeah, a lot of a lot of life changing opportunities coming up and moments for him. So, well, perfect. Well, thank you all for listening this week. Uh, we got a great assortment of interviews coming up with other draft eligible. Uh, specialists and, and as well as uh, our, our continued run of our AAF specialists. So uh, stay tuned and um, we'll see you guys soon. Hey, what's up, 4D Nation? This podcast has been brought to you by NKR, the National Kicking Rankings Platform. It's the new and innovative national evaluation and rankings platform for kickers, punters, and snappers. Launched in 2017, this camp offers you a great balance of athletic evaluation and instruction. You'll get honest feedback and rankings, exposure to college coaches, but this camp is brought to you by credible coaches with experience that will deliver a high-quality and detailed instruction to you. NKR offers an active social media platform that will give you proper exposure to all the collegiate outlets. This camp was developed by Brian Jackson, Chris Hughesby, and Tom Feely using a proven camp format from the last seven to eight years that specialists have come to love. Many of the specialists have received opportunities to play at all collegiate levels, including Power 5 conferences. If you'd like to attend an upcoming camp this offseason, visit www.nationalkickingrankings.com and check out the camps page. Or follow us on social media on Twitter 
at NKR underscore camps, that's NKR underscore camps, or on Instagram at National Kicking Rankings to learn more about us and follow our growth. Come see what all the hype is all about and check out NationalKickingRankings.com. Thank you for listening to the 4th Down Experience. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 4th Down Experience.